You are listening to Guide to Working at Home.com podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome to Guide to Working at Home podcast. I'm Rita, your host. We have a great show for you today. This is podcast number five. We'll look at the different traits that hiring managers look for in remote workers. Let's start off with a few fun facts. About 35% of American workers actually telecommute at some point. Now, this was only 9% in the U.S. in 1995. Basically, what this means is that the remote job trend is not expected to slow down anytime soon, not here in the United States or abroad. This is because virtual employees can save organizations tons of money. For example, in one study, a tribal agency saved $1,900 per remote worker in a nine-month period. Can you imagine that? Goodness. The company also found that virtual employees work longer hours, took shorter breaks, have fewer distractions, and rarely take time off. The company also noted that employees are more satisfied, more productive, and likely to stick around in comparison to their in-office counterparts. So hiring remote workers can cut costs and give companies better access to talent. But what do employers look for in the right candidate? When it comes to hiring virtual workers, Recruiters seem to do things a little bit differently, and that's what I'm here to tell you today. Recruiting and hiring remote workers is different than hiring in-office workers, although the duties and objectives may remain the same. Remote workers need to have additional skills that allow them to telecommute successfully. This process also includes finding managers who can support a workforce that is all over the country and perhaps the world. And this is no easy task. So let's go into a few more details. Employers look for certain skill sets that telecommuters need to have in order to be successful. Although the focus seems to be and often looks like it's on soft skills and personality traits, which is partly true, but there's other things that employers look for to hire the right people for the job and for the flexible work environment. So let's go ahead and talk about some of these traits. The first one is trust. 
To work with others and allow people to work in a remote environment, the employer must have confidence in your ability to get the job done efficiently and effectively. You might think that, okay, yeah, trust is earned over time, but employers don't have time. They need to be able to gauge your trust and will try to do so in an interview. Recruiters look for employees that can demonstrate the characteristics of a trusting professional. While a typical letter recommendation or checking in on references can be helpful, recruiters will go above the step and ask candidates about their remote work experience. So I want you to be prepared to give examples of remote work experience and talk about times that you were trusted to do a project, an assignment, or trusted in some way early on so the employer can really see you working in their environment. Let's talk about communication. Huge, right? It's huge in office and it's even bigger when you work remotely. Having effective communication skills is necessary. Since it's so easy to get in that, you know, the out of sight, out of mind mindset, it is so important that remote workers are proactive in their communication and can use different mediums to communicate. Employees and managers alike need to know when, how, and why to communicate with the rest of the team. You may find that a lot of companies will set policies or have a meeting schedule so everybody knows when to meet up and communicate. So you need to be proactive and make sure that you know or you could talk about a time or a situation or a past employer where you met maybe weekly or in some cases I had an employer that did a, a daily call every single day where you would actually go in and check in and do your work on camera in a remote environment. So you need to demonstrate that you're okay with that. And then just be prepared to talk about your communication style. And if you can talk about it in a remote environment, that's going to give you an upper hand. Let's talk about being tech savvy. No matter where you work these days, there are going to be some type of technology that you will use. And especially in a work environment that's remotely based, employees and businesses depend on technology to keep everything running and keep people connected. So whether a company has a tech department or not, in a lot of cases with small businesses that are run remotely, they don't have a tech department. Um, HR professionals and recruiters will ask about your ability to troubleshoot technical problems that you may face. Of course, this doesn't require a certification or degree, but again, remote workers will be expected to have some type of knowledge to deal with minor technical issues. For example, knowing when to reset your router, knowing when to restart, update, and clean, clean out your technology. Let's talk about self-motivation. This is huge when you work remotely. Employees are going to have to be able to work on their own, and they may not have a manager that is cheering for them every step of the way, right, to give them that positive feedback. So remote workers have to have the ability to be self-motivated, take initiative for tasks, and be proactive in problem solving. 
While working alone is a great way to be protective for some, it can be difficult for others, especially if they don't have the constant feedback to keep them going and moving in the right direction. So you have to be prepared to answer questions about your self-motivation. Let's talk about time management. Employer doesn't want to sit around and micromanage every single thing that every single employee does. I mean, they simply cannot. And especially in a remote environment, it's, it's even increasingly difficult. So employers look for people who have good time management skills. Um, so you need to be able to talk about how you manage your time and, and give situations and examples of this. Working alone, virtual, uh, remote, telecommuting, work from home, they all mean one thing, right? Employees and managers will be working from home most of the time. So for some people, this comes naturally. But for others, it could be it could be daunting to be alone for an extended amount of time. It could be stressful. So uh, recruiters look for people's ability to not only work from home, but be able to uh, focus and not have in-home distractions be an issue, right? So you need to be able to talk about your experience or your ability to uh, be able to be focused. This is my favorite one, high levels of emotional intelligence. It is important in the office, outside of the house, it is also important when you work in a remote environment. Remote employees are part of a larger team, right? We all contribute to our company's mission. So this is why emotional intelligence is so important. An emotional intelligence level of an employee can tell an employer a lot about your ability to collaborate with your coworkers, engage in clear and respectful online communication, be able to avoid confrontation, and establish and maintain relationships. This is, I mean, this is so important when you work remotely. If you're not able to do these things, it's just companies will not be able to be successful. So you need to be prepared to talk about your emotional intelligence. And basically, it's your people skills, right? Kind of your soft skills, being able to be social even if you do work from home or remotely. So be able to answer open-ended questions about, tell me about your networking experience or your home life or Oh, when was the last time you went out for a cup of coffee to meet a coworker? Things of that nature. How do you manage relationships in an online environment? So you just need to be able to talk about your social skills. Digital awareness. Let's talk about this for a second. When it comes to um, remote workers, keeping the lines of communications are open. So you need to be able to talk about how you can do this, how you plan to do it, how you have already done it. So whether you communicate by email, Skype, or some other way, Zoom, um, Slack is a, another huge one, HipChat, another one that um, we remote workers use a lot, you need to be able to talk about your experience, your experience and ability to do so. So um, you need to be able to, to adapt, too. So employers will talk to you about what happens when, for example, Skype isn't working one day. I mean, I've worked for a company where uh, Google had a glitch the whole entire day. And with this company, we relied on Google. We used uh, Google Docs and Drive and um, Sheets. And oh my goodness, it was a headache, right? So what do you do in that situation? How do you keep trying to be productive? So the whole goal here is that 
because one technology system or platform fails, the whole entire communication process should not crumble, right? So be uh, able to talk about your way and how you can um, just adapt in technology. Another one of my favorites is fortitude. So we already talked about this. Remote employees have to be self-motivating, right? Otherwise, they'll be unproductive. So fortitude can describe a person's passion to achieve long-term goals and their level to just stick to something to get it done. It's so critical for virtual employees. If given a project, will you complete it or leave it hanging? Are you resource? Are you able to find different resources to get things done? Right? Are you able to solve problems without a lot of guidance from your supervisor? When answering these type of questions, basically you can give insight to how you would approach projects and assignments. Right? Employers might ask you to talk about a, a time where a project went in the wrong direction. How did you deal with that? What does your typical workday look like? So by answering these open-ended questions, you are given the recruiter insight to your experiences and your fortitude. Telecommute experience. And I know some people listening to this podcast, you might be looking for your first job that is a telecommute opportunity. If you're listening to this podcast and you have experience working remotely, you need to play this up. You need to let the employer know that, hey, I've been working uh, virtually for so many years, I have what it takes. I have what it takes to really get the projects done to do this. So, um, if you have the experience, it's going to set you apart from somebody who doesn't have this experience. And if you don't, don't give up. Just keep trying, and maybe even try to freelance. You know, while you're looking for uh, a permanent situation, a permanent job, freelance contract work, so you can get some experience working independently and you can talk to your experience that way. The last skill um, that I want to talk or the last thing that employers look for is the passion for skills development. And this is so huge if I'm hiring you um, for a permanent position, I want to know that you want to grow with my company, right? Employers want to invest in your skills development if they're looking to hire you on as a permanent employee. So you have to show that you're interested in growth and development, right? That you're interested in seeing where your path can take you with this company. So you need to be prepared for questions that will talk about your future goals, now that you have some insight into how employers think and what they look for in remote employees, I hope you put this to use to find a remote job of your dreams. Until next time, thank you for joining us at Guide to Working at Home podcast, and we hope that you listen into our next episode.